Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back to the show. Nikki is with me. How are you, Nikki? Hi, I'm so good. How are you? I'm excellent. It's been a good day. Yeah. We have a new logo now. I'm obsessed. Your name's on it. It's wild. I love that. Thank don't, you. Don't let it get to your head. No, don't. of course not. You spell my name right. You're like the first person ever in history to spell my name fucking right. I, I, I've learned to spell check because in the <laughs> meme world, if you get anything wrong, and I mean anything, you get blown up. People via, just eat you up. Oh, my God. It's, it's literally painful. Like, it hurts. Like, God forbid if you don't get a your right. It's like everybody's giving you an asterisk for the whole day. Down. Sometimes, sometimes I misspell just to piss people off. That's <laughs> one of my favorite things to do, just to drive people crazy, just troll the entire crowd. I'm pretty used to it, to be honest, because I know it's like a weird way to spell Nikki, but in my defense, no one in my family speaks great English, so they didn't know this like double consonant in between the vowel situation. We're making it work, people. We're making it work. Well, I'm from the South, so we don't speak great English yeah, either. Exactly. So, exactly. So I'm, I'm right there with you. My daughters uh, are real particular about the way people spell their names, and they get really keyed up when you have a normal name and you don't spell it normally. Like Megan gets all pissed off if you put an H in Megan. Anytime she meets someone who spells it that way, she's like, oh, it's Mechan. <laughs> she gives you that. Where you've got like phlegm. It's the I, best. I kind of tend to agree. Like sometimes I think it's cool, but sometimes it's like, all right. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, I know of someone with a kid named London, L-O-N-D-Y-N-N-E. Why? Just right. No, why? why? Like, if you're making up a name, cool, but like, that is a word. That is already a word. Yeah, that's a real, it's a real place. Real thing. It's like, let me, and and here we have a daughter named Paris, P-A-R-R-H-E-S. Nope. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. No. That's the way it works. That's totally the way it works. I'm not not here for that. Yeah, me either. I can't listen to that noise. Nope. Well, I thought we'd do some fun stuff tonight. Um, Some stuff different. I mean, the open's over. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Well said. In the fucking rearview mirror. Thank God. And, uh, (laughs) you know, the leaderboard is kind of set, but we still got two, you know, reviews coming. So, you know, I guess we'll give a shout out to our, our our boy Pat Vellner, who's in the top spot for the men and Sarah Sigma's daughter in top spot for the women as it stands today. I mean, amazing for them, but I don't think we need to spend a lot of time talking about the athletes. I thought yeah. we'd talk about um, a couple of things. I have a bunch of questions here from followers. I thought we would read through, okay, which would be fun. And then I thought we should talk about the athletes. I mean, we both have had a lot of exposure and I don't get to talk very much about, um, you know, some of the interactions I've had with them. And I get a lot of questions about that. So I thought maybe we could spend a little time talking about our interactions with the athletes too. Yeah, totally. Totally. I would love that. Where do you want to start? Which, which start, one do you want? Let's go questions first. Questions give the people first. what they want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, first of all, I have a policy. Don't ever give everybody what they want. No. Yeah. Cause you get some weird shit that comes across the internet. Yeah. All right, so I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna take these top to bottom. There's no rhyme or reason. I'll just read them all, and we'll just see what happens. So um, I can't even read the screen name. It's got way too many letters, so they're getting screwed. But it says, "Do you find any movements or wads that seem unnecessary or dangerous?" Yes, all of them. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> um, unnecessary or dangerous? Uh, there are a few. I think there's a few wads. I think there are a few wads that you could. <laughs> 
you know, if, if you don't understand how scaling works, you could view it as dangerous. I actually had a funny thing this afternoon. I watched this video of uh, bodybuilders and it was Dana Lee. Uh, what's her name? Dana Lee Bailey. Is that right? World famous bodybuilder. I, I know I'm getting her name wrong, but I believe you. And there, Go for it. and there were two or three of these guys that were world famous bodybuilders and they were with Jason Kalipa and they did fight gone bad. Okay. It was, it was hysterical watching them do it because the range of motion was bad and were just different. And, they look like they were all dying, like literally dying. You know, the guy's like, I got a hundred reps and he's so excited. And this guy's like a world famous and he's ripped, you know, and I'm like, Jesus, last time I did it, I got 350 and I'm old as hell. Hmm. So it's just funny. Like my point to that is, is, you know, even the most simple wads can be dangerous to the wrong person if they're not scaling and don't have good coaching. Yeah. But like, um, I would say that is the same with every sport. And that's the same with people who just literally go to the globo gym every day. Like if you don't know how to lift and you're trying to lift, then you're going to get hurt. Like that's not CrossFit specific. Yeah, no, I get that. I guess I'm just saying there are some like, you know, people have no business doing them, but the wads are what they are. Like, uh, I don't know. Clovis is a good example. If I'm remembering this one, right. So 150, uh, burpee pull-ups and a 10 mile run and you can partition however you want. Ew. Yeah. It's brutal. Right. And if you, if you're not, you know, prepared for that, you're likely going to get injured. So it's just, I I'm with you. Like, I don't think there's any that are particularly dangerous, but I think if you don't know how to scale any of them, that's fair. Could be dangerous. That's fair. You want to hear the worst workout I've ever done that I just find unnecessary. Yes. Um, it's called blackjack and you're, you're always making 21, right? So you start with 20 sit-ups and one push up. And then 19 sit-ups and two push-ups and 18. You get it. You get it. You get what I'm right. doing. You're always making 21. Um, it is like T-Rex arm inducing. It sounds so simple and like beautiful and elegant on paper. And then every time I do it, I'm like, I'm never fucking doing this again because I cannot reach over and pick up my delicious mimosa. I'm like, <laughs> like it's, it's the worst. I, I do not recommend. You know, at 730 at night, we're drinking adult beverages and you have your brunch drinks. That is the most white girl thing I've ever seen. First of all, uh, no, a- <laughs> there's never a bad time for a mimosa ever. Yeah. Ever. Well, I guess it could be that or that whipped cream vodka you were telling me about last podcast. So I wonder how many people like listened to this and went out and tried it and found out that it's the most delicious beverage on the planet. Very likely. They probably, probably did. More than likely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's one from Triken, T-R-Y-K-E-N. Are you going to retest the open wads RX? Uh, probably not. Very likely not. Like ever? Uh, if they get programmed, I might. I mean, there's a couple that I were intrigued by. The the toes to bar double under one, I I thought I could have done well in, and it would it was kind of like up my alley, like something that I would have felt comfortable doing. Um, I've actually done twenty point three. I did that one RX the year it came out, and I hated it. I, I kind of oh. want to do it just to see if I'd get farther now, like retail. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not going to go out of my way. If they get programmed, I will. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to go out of my way. Now, Dave Castro is going back and doing them all scaled. And I'd like to point out I'm kicking his ass right now with the, <laughs> with the scores he's posting. But I'm giving him huge props, man. I think that's a really good message on his part to, to go back and say, hey, let me show you what these look like because he obviously did them all RX. Unless we forget, though, you are second in the world, sir. So those <laughs> are big shoes to fill for anyone trying to <laughs> test test along those lines. Yeah. Well, I'm not even insinuating I'm more fit than Dave because I ran that mountain with him over at uh, HQ and he smoked me. It wasn't even close. Like yeah, he just, he's like sneaky, scary fit, huh? 
He's yeah, he's real fit. He's real fit. Like rural fit. fit. All right. So here's an interesting one. I want your take on this. Do you think there are any non-religious CrossFitters? We need some out atheists. Uh, okay. Um, like, yeah, yeah, I think there are a bunch because you don't hear from them. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the point? Isn't that a point of being yeah. an atheist? Like you don't yeah. believe, so why would you even talk about it? But yeah. I, I mean, I guess I, I'm, it just, I'm can only imagine the subtext of this question is, you know, there's a lot of CrossFitters that when they win, they're like, you know, Hey, look at my Bible verse, Galatians, whatever, you know? Um, yeah, whatever, but whatever works for them. Like I don't, yeah. I guess I have never really thought about it because I don't give a shit. Like you religious, that's cool. You're not, that's cool. Whatever. How many, how many pushups can you do? <laughs> how much can you squat though? That's what I care about. I want you to start asking on the sidelines. Oh, that's a good call. Right. So Matt, Jesus or no? Yeah, I mean, Jesus. how okay. much of this is God? Just, yeah. just, just wondering. The people want to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, your favorite CrossFit movement. Uh, that's a good question because last week we talked about how much you hated thrusters. What do you love? Power cleans. Power cleans all day. Pow, pow, really? cleans. Yes. Right. Do, you, do you have one of those? Uh, do you have the chesty? I do have a chesty. I have a couple. I, yeah. I, I have one. What? I have one. Yes, I do. I'll, I'll show it next podcast. Uh, I, yeah. I, when I, I want to see it. No, it's great. It's um, it looks like it's just a shirt. You know, it's not a sports bra. It's a shirt and it's padded across the chest. Yeah, Nicole gave it to me. It's awesome. Brad, I love it. Yeah, she told me the story on the podcast she was on that uh, she came in the gym one day and Rich Froning was there and he was wearing her sports bra. What? And because he wanted to see what the padding felt like when he's doing push presses. And she said she caught video of it and it gave her the idea to make the shirt for men. And I'm like, please, dear God, give me the video for my, for my meme page. And she yes, said, please. Aww. And she wouldn't. I'm like, come on. I'm like, you have to give me the video of Rich Froning and Sports Bra. She's like, nope, can't do it. Like, I love, I love the chesty. Like, and shout out to Nicole for being just such a badass chick. She is like my career goals times a thousand. She's awesome. She is a badass and has a great company too. She also yeah. sent me some, she also sent me some shorty shorts. Ooh. Like, yeah, two pairs. Gosh, I thought that for you there. I know, right? They don't get, they don't, uh, they don't get worn a lot in the gym. I can't, wow. don't want to, because I don't subject anybody to that. Oh embrace it embrace it <laughs> we've talked about this before right like i think guys in booty shorts is only fair i have good booty shorts and spandex i can i can pull that look off i got yeah, good looks. of course you can all right uh here's one from uh, mandy shrum all right mandy let's see if we can give you some tips here meal prep nutrition in general is a weakness well your best tips to stay on track with nutrition you get to answer this as you're drinking a mimosa <laughs> 7 30 at night and i'm drinking a scotch um, all right. So nutrition is also my weak point because I mean, I basically CrossFit just so I can look semi okay naked and still eat donuts when I want to. Um, that being said, the only way for me personally as a super average ex- exerciser and super like mediocre CrossFitter is just to get some shit done on on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Like I don't necessarily meal prep and weigh out every single meal or anything like that. I did RP for a while. And so I have some good benchmarks to work by. And I think if you like that kind of thing, or you want something really regimented, I do recommend RP because it's kind of brainless. You don't need to enter everything into an app. You don't need to, I mean, they have an app now or whatever, but it's kind of just like they tell you what to eat when and you do it. 
and I liked that. Now I, I have those principles in mind, so it's fine. But if, if I don't cook on a Sunday, I'm fucked for the week. I'm like, oh, fucking Starbucks breakfast sandwich sounds great. Fourth day in a row. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I'm meal prep. Um, not often enough, but I mean, I meal prep once a week and I try to do like three meals at a time. If I do more than three meals at a time, the fourth and fifth meal go bad. Like I would, my yeah. only advice to people, I'm not a nutritionist. Clearly. Um, I would tell people find stuff you like, uh, eat whole foods, you know, like that's for me. I just, I, I've kind of gotten into a routine lately where I want to eat things that have one ingredient. Like hmm. don't eat, don't eat anything that is, uh, you know, highly processed. So like, I feel really good about a meal when it's sweet potato, small portion of chicken or, or beef or, you know, some sort of lean meat, salmon, whatever. And, you know, a big side of Brussels sprouts or broccoli, like, yeah, yeah. you know, eat twice as much green stuff as you think you should be eating. You're right. going to be fine. Like exactly. that's, that's kind of my mindset these days. Like if yeah. it grows, if it grows, it's you're probably, good. probably not bad. And I'm with you, like, if I meal prep too much, then, like, inevitably there's a fridge full of good-for-you food, and my husband and I look at each other, and we're like, ah, you want to go out for dinner tonight? <laughs> like, yeah. we're just sick of it by the end of the week. Like, three meals at a time is a good a good way to go about it. Yeah, I'm also of the mindset, though, like, you got to live your life. Like, oh, hell yeah. you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not looking to compete anytime soon, you know, so I don't have to, you know, tailor my diet around that. And, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I want to look, you know, okayish naked. Ish, uh, you kinda. know, I'm not going to be ripping my shirt off at the gym. So I don't even no, care to look that good Me either. I just try not to look super, super unfit next to the fittest people on the planet on camera. <laughs> That's well, my know. only goal. Like kind of look like you fit in here. Kind of don't look like you're a lazy piece of shit and you'll be all right. <laughs> Kind of look like you work out, kind of look like you like donuts. Yeah, sort That's, of like kind of fit, kind of fluffy situation. Yeah. 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 I embrace it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's a good one. Is CrossFit community strong enough to support 28 or so sanctioned events? That's a good question. That is like the fucking million dollar question, isn't it? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I, think, I think so. I think it is. I hear, like, here's, I'm going to give you a yes and a no. Okay. So first of all, these uh, these sanctioned events don't make a lot of money. I think that's the, the kind of the thing that people don't take into account. It's like, you know, in order to make money at an event, you have to have a lot of people that show up. So like I went to the Mac last year. It was a really well-run event. Uh, you were there. You mm-hmm. know, I, they, they did a great job with media. Awesome. The programming was great. They had good athletes there. Place was half full. Yeah. You know, I, so I don't know if they made money, but, you know, I don't think they made a ton. And you're talking about a huge undertaking yeah I mean, events events don't make money they yeah. just don't they never so, have so that's really the, the kind of the underlying question is you know can the sanction events um continue like i think you'll probably see a rotation of sanction events over the years as they you know like Wadapalooza seems to be doing pretty well but they figured out a model that makes money right you know? right and they've been around for a while too they didn't just say like oh good sanctional season is here and all of a sudden i need to make an event yeah. Can you hear so, my dog drinking water in the background? He's such is, a slob. Is that the puppy or the... the no, that's the big dog. The, the puppy's in his crate, so if you hear him cry, that's because we're horrible crate training dog oh. parents. So I, thought that, I thought that was your husband having a drink. That's my bad. No. no. <laughs> he drinks... Matt drinks much quieter than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a good one, too. There's a lot of good questions tonight from Tatum83. Tatum83. 
Uh, with big money available to only the best of the elite, do you anticipate increased PED use? Ooh, there it is. You're, I was wondering when those questions were going to start popping Want to get into the drug conversation? I don't want to talk about drugs, but that's, it's still a good question. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess I, I am I, personally, and you can tell me that I'm, like, brainwashed by the, the clan or whatever. Like, I believe that our drug testing system within HQ works. Could it be better? Sure. Could we subscribe to more of the world-renowned, world-run, you know, run accepted programs? Yes. But, like, what we're doing is clearly working because every season we're catching people and we're kicking them out. So if more prize money means more PED use, then it's going to mean that we catch more people. Mm-hmm. Like, so I guess I don't really care. Like, does it mean more use? Maybe. But at the end of the day, does it matter? We're going to catch them. Whatever. My answer would be anytime there's a sport that has prize money, there's going to be PED use period. Mm-hmm. Like, so you could define that as increased or not. Like, you know, anybody's kidding themselves to say that nobody's using, there are plenty of CrossFit athletes that are using. I don't know who they are. I don't have any firsthand knowledge. No. I don't want any. So don't anybody give me any, but, um, but I'm sure there are some, that's why we keep catching them. Right. And I'm sure right. there are plenty that are clean. Like, you know, it, it goes both ways, but when you have prize money, someone's going to cheat. Someone sure. will. doesn't matter sure. what the sport is. It's really that simple. I'm with you. I think it's working. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are a hundred things they could do different. And that's any sport that's out there, but you can look at some of the most regulated sports on the planet. People cheat NFL, major yeah. league baseball. Like they're always catching people that are taking drugs. Yeah. So it, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh man. Do you hear that? We're the worst feed, parents in the world. Feed that baby. All I know right. We did. God. <laughs> All right, so here, uh, here's a couple of interesting. So a couple of people asked about the logo. They're already noticing the logo change. Are you afraid your oh. meme account is getting impeached? And why, <laughs> and why did you change your logo? So I've, actually, I'll answer this. This is kind of an interesting story. I don't think I told you this. So, um, so a couple of things. Um, the first one is I trademarked all my logo. The logo is the, the name, Make Wads Great Again, and Make Pods Great Again, and Make Boobs Great Again. I trademarked all of those. Ooh, good for you. Yeah, trademarks went through. cost me a lot of money, I might add. <laughs> uh, when I went to trademark those, I went to trademark the kettlebell with hair, and I couldn't trademark it. Wait, why? Because Trump's hair is trademarked. Wait. You can't even, make, the, you can't even make this up. Are you for real right now? Swear to God. My lawyer uh, sent me an email. He's like, John, your, your three phrases are trademarked. You own them. Can't trademark the... Kettlebell, I got a 500-page uh, letter back from, you know, whoever, you know, detailing why we couldn't. He's like, we could fight it. He's like, you'll never win. It's not worth it. No. I'm already tired of this argument. <laughs> Swear to God, right? And I'm like, look, I don't like the logo that much, so I want to keep it anyway. So, right. So, yeah, so that's the change in the logo. So, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, get rid of the stuff that I have that has the logo on it and, you know, sell that stuff out and then move on to something different. And there I thought, you go. And I honestly thought it was a good time. I mean, look, the, the page is non-political as it is. I'm not political. I've had no, you know, um, no ties to Trump. I only did it because his, you know, I thought he was edgy and, and that it would rile people up for a meme page. It wasn't a political statement. So I didn't have a reason to keep it. So, yeah. Good. So oh, here's a good one. You're a coach. I okay. hear, this is from Bone Surf. Bone Surf is a, is a big time follower. Bone uh, Surf. Bone Surf. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like instantly grossed out. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, how do you, 
how do you genuinely deal with people who miscount slash lie about reps? Oh my God, this is, this is a tough one. Um, and I have dealt with it many different ways over the course of my coaching tenure. Um, I've been a coach since 2012, so it's been a minute. Um, <clears throat> I typically, I, I typically let it go for the most part. For the most part, even though I think, I mean, I could go off on a whole tirade about how it like, you know, it cheapens the integrity of the sport for everyone. And it sort of like, you know, puts the wrong values forward and all that shit. But like, first I would let it go in a class setting because calling someone out like that in front of other people is not the goal. Like making someone feel bad, you know, or kind of like shitting on them. Like that's never the goal ever. Um, I have done the kind of thing where it's gotten irritating because they skip reps or cheat or do whatever. And they, you know, put that shit on the top of the leaderboard and like talk about it. And like, that's a thing. And like, that pisses me off. There's people who are there who are really working really hard to earn those positions and they're probably not even talking about it. So in those cases, I like to be the hover coach where like, you know, I'll just be, I'll be nearby and maybe they were supposed to do 10 reps or something and did five and they'll turn around and see me and I'll be like, great job, five more. Now that's the best. Yeah. That's the best. Um, then, then they know you're counting. Then they quit. Right, exactly. And then it usually, it usually subsides. But I don't necessarily think because I've been a coach for a very long time, but I'm not a gym owner nor am I a head coach or head programmer or anything like that. It's never been my personal issue to deal with. And I do think oftentimes it is the job of the head coach or the owner of the gym or something to, to take that person aside and just be like, Hey, I don't know if you've got like wad brain or atrophied brain or whatever, but I personally have noticed in your own development that this has been an issue for you and I want you to do better. And I don't want you to cheapen the integrity for everyone else. So let's talk about how we can make sure that you're getting all your reps in. You're a nice coach. See if it'd be me a big, Hey, listen, uh, I was watching your wad and you're a cheating motherfucker. <laughs> and you're going to go finish your reps and get out of here. I mean, you, that's not the goal though. You don't want to make someone like, I know I wouldn't do that. Yeah. We, uh, we always call those people Houdini. That was always the nickname we gave people that were cheaters. You know, they'd, they'd be two rounds into a five round wad and then bam, abracadabra. They're in round five, just like that. Amazing. You know, I, I know. Would, I didn't even do that. I know I would, uh, there were times I've like, tried to teach cheaters that we know they're cheating when I would say, you know, that that round should take five minutes and you somehow finished a five round wad in 15 minutes. It's impressive. <laughs> you know, like do the math for them, but I haven't had to do that in my, in my current gym. I, you know, I feel like the cliffside crew are, are, uh, are different these days. I, it, it's a less competitive gym than I've been in before, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, so. that's nice. I've only had one moment in my whole CrossFit career. And this was a few years ago where I was like, I was head to head. We were doing Annie and I was just right behind this girl. I could see her and I, I could watch her the whole time. And she just chat my ass so hard with how much she cheated. And it, it was just driving me nuts. And I was on fucking point. No misses on my double unders. Fastest ab mats I'd ever done before. And I can see she's in front of me. I can see her not going as fast as me. And she finished like 10 seconds before me or something like that. And I threw my rope and I looked at her and I was like, no fucking way. Nice. There's no way. And that was the only time I've ever lost my shit like that. And I just left. I was like, no way. I'm out of here. I can't do it. I can't do it tonight. I think sometimes emotion gets the better of us. Um, but you know, then we just move on. 
Yeah, the wads don't feel as competitive to me these days as they used to. I, I was probably that way a couple of years ago, like really for the last year at Cliffside, like it's been such a non-competitive environment from that standpoint. Like I don't even think about other people. Of course, it probably helps that everyone I'm working out with are in their early 20s. And so they're all so far ahead of me. There's no way, no way I could beat them anyway. So, but it does help me as an athlete. So yeah, um, I don't typically care. So here's the last question on the list. This is kind of a sweet question. You won't be able to answer this, uh, but I'll answer it. So uh, from Ellie Eleonora, who's also a, uh, a longtime follower, what's your mom like? It's a nice question. Oh, what's your mom like? P- people want to know about my mom because my, now that my dad's crossfitting and I'm posting all this stuff on him, they're yeah. like, who the hell would put up with these two assholes? Oh. And, and they're right. It does take a special saint to be able to put up with my dad and myself. Yeah, my mom's great. She's uh, she's actually amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I could probably spend about an hour talking about her and my dad for that matter, but she's super supportive. That's probably the the big thing you could say, particularly when it comes to what my dad's doing right now. It's you know, so typical. They've been married over 50 years. Wow. Yeah, right? Oh, wow. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, over 50 years, at least four or five of it happily. And, uh, so, um, anyway, they've been married over 50 years and, you know, she's, they're just kind of sweet as pie to, to each other, but, you know, she's super supportive of his CrossFit journey. She bought him shirts and, oh, I, and uh, I, I was talking to her on the phone the other night. So she's on, they're on this new diet and she's making all these new foods that, you know, she feels are going to help him in the gym and help her too. And they're both losing weight. She's lost 25 pounds. He's Good lost, yeah, he's lost like 20. So they're both great. Yeah. yeah I'm super fortunate to have great parents. I know not everybody has that, but I do. So, Love that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so that was all the questions I had. Um, I thought we'd spend a little time talking about, you know, some athletes and just some interactions we've had. I had a bunch of had people asking me lately about, you know, people I've talked to or that I I know, and um, I thought that could be fun. And obviously, yeah. you know everybody because, you know, you're – you're very famous. Yeah, yeah, CrossFit famous. I have some friends in the production world that I've worked with on, you know, on regionals and games and sanctionals that like to poke fun at me and tell me I'm CrossFit famous, which I don't think is a thing. Uh, it's a thing. Eh. Cross, CrossFit famous. It's a. Uh, it's like two levels below a meteorologist. But <laughs> hey, remember, I was on local news for a long time. I think I might have been more famous then. You probably were. Yeah. <laughs> I've had people say it to me. Somebody said it to me. They go, oh, you're famous. I'm like, okay. No, oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah. People know me at events, but trust me, this is not fame. If you think this is fame, you've got a really low threshold for fame. Yeah. No, not even. No. If only. I would love to be famous. I think well, I'd make a great famous person. That's kind of the interesting thing about meeting some of these athletes and getting to know them is to, is to understand like what, how normal Mm-hmm. They all are like just kind of average people doing average things in their day to day. And they just happen to be really good at one thing. You yes. know, I mean, I'm sure they're really good at other things too, but you get my point. Like they're really good. Thank God they're good across it. Well, some of them that's true, well, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but they are really good at this one thing, like they really are. good at it. You are. know, um, probably the funniest story I have of, of, um, meeting an athlete wasn't actually an athlete it was meeting an athlete's mom. So that was, that was fun. Yeah. So, uh, I was in DC for the Mac and, uh, I'm pretty decent friends with Paige Semenza and her mom, I might add. Um, they both follow, have followed for a long time. They're really funny. Her mom's hysterical. Um, but I, I knew Paige was there, uh, competing 
and <laughs> she was working out with Travis Williams. I knew he'd be around and I kind of right. know him. I don't know him well, but I kind of know him. And so I messaged them both and said, Hey, here's where I'm going to train. I've already kind of scoped it out. Here's when they have open gym. If you guys want to come work out because they needed a place to go. And so I went and worked out and they were there. And so I saw them, right? Well, I get back to the hotel and I'm uh, getting in the elevator and there's a woman about my mom's age and she's wearing a Houston Texans t-shirt. And I clearly look like a CrossFitter because everything on me screams CrossFit, you know, right, CrossFit right. t-shirt, you know, rogue t-shirt, nanos, a whole deal. And she looks at me and she, and I was with a friend of mine and she looks at me and she's like, are y'all here for the CrossFits? <laughs> Yes, she talked just like my mom. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. She's like, my son does the CrossFits. His name is Travis Williams. Y'all know Travis Williams? Oh, <laughs> I swear to God. On. She was she was so proud. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I know Travis for real. Everybody knows Travis. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, Travis is a good boy, but he's got a little bit of a temper. <laughs> <laughs> swear to God. Oh. I know. It was great. She was so sweet. And then I ran into her at the bar oh, later. Man. Out. Yeah, and then she came down to the bar later and uh, ordered a Jack and Coke, and I'm like, "Sweet mother, of God, I love this woman. This the is best like woman. I, I didn't know. know that. I'm gonna give him so much shit for that. Oh, it was the best. Hey, you got yourself a temper, boy. He does have a temper. You know, he, he'll tell you he does. Like he was yelling. At, I think she said it because like that day he had like yelled at a judge or something. I forget what it was, but it was yeah. it was really funny. Um, probably my other two funny moments from last year were um. I ran into Dan Bailey. I didn't really run into him. I actually waited in line to meet him, which I, I rarely do that. But uh, I wanted to meet um, uh, Matt Frazier was there. And so there was kind of a line to like get up there. And and Dan was there with Margo Alvarez and Rich Froning and um, Lauren Fisher were the okay. four athletes that were there. And I don't, I don't know Dan or Lauren, but I know Margo and I know Rich. And so I come walking up and Margo sees me and calls me by name and gives me a hug. Nice. And Rich shakes my hand and Lauren's looking at me like, who the hell is this guy? Like, why do they know him? And uh, Dan reaches over and puts his, his hand on my shoulder. And I don't know if you've ever had your arm around Dan Bailey, but that dude is big. He's and, a large human. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah. Built, he's built like a brick shithouse. Like, yeah, totally. He has like nothing but muscle. And he puts his hand on my shoulder and like grabs it tight. He's like, hey, are you the one that makes fun of us? And I'm sitting there thinking, Ooh. I know. Hey, he just had knee surgery. So I'm thinking, all right, well, I could probably kick him in the knee and run. That's like, right, right, right. <laughs> good plan, good plan. Yeah. But then I was thinking, well, even hobbling, he could probably catch me and beat the shit out of me. So More than likely. I, I had no, up, yeah, no choice but to own up to it. So I owned <laughs> up to it. Oh, God. Yeah, he was a, he was a good dude, though. Yeah, those are all fun, wonderful people. That's a, like a good little brain trust right there. Yeah, it was good. I, you know, Lauren never figured out who I was the whole time. I have pictures of her staring at me with like, just like this blank stare, like who the who, is, who is this old guy? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I met so many people this year that were so much fun. Christine Best uh, was a games athlete. Uh, she didn't make the games this year, so I actually walked around the games with her, which was really fun. That's awesome. I, because I kept getting stopped. And at one point she just got so annoyed by people wanting pictures with me and not knowing who she was. I think oh, they go, Hey, Hey, can you take my picture? Finally? She's like, I'll just catch up with you over there. Just you know like, what? It's oh. fine. You know? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it was really funny, but she ended up, um, we hung out for a while. We did this boat cruise together with her gym 
and they were all drinking White Claws, of course. Like you do. And like cross, it was one of those boats where you pedal, you know, like everyone has pedals and it makes the boat go faster, right? And so her whole gem's like, hey, let's see how fast we can get the boat going. And they broke the chain. Oh, Because they're they're crossfitters and they're really strong, you know? That's how we do, yeah. That's how we do. We're out in the middle of the lake with a broken chain. So that was great. The broken chain and the white claws. Yeah, and the white claws. So so that was fun. And then the following day, we walked around the games together and ran into this uh, push-up contest over at, um, there was the, they were selling hot, they were like hot pockets, like shitty hot pockets. There's I would just be- like to, hold on. I would like to point out that I have shut off all of my instant messengers and all of my notifications nope. and they are still coming through. I shut it off. I did everything. I did all the things. This I'm, is shit. I'm taking your name off the fucking logo. <laughs> I don't um, know what to do. Stop the notifications from coming in, please, dear God. Everyone quit calling Nikki. Um, so anyway, so we're walking around the games in this Hot Pocket place. It wasn't Hot Pockets. It was like Jack's or something. And they had a push-up contest. You do push-ups. Whoever does the most push-ups gets a $300 gift card. And so okay. she, enter, she enters, right? And, of course, she's, she's winning for like two days straight. Well, on the third day, they had to have a tiebreaker. Somebody tied her score. And so then I have to go over there and watch her do push-ups against this poor girl uh, who's just like an everyday athlete, you know, no idea she's going up against a games athlete. Turns out that girl follows me too. So oh, now really? I've got, yeah, oh yeah. And oh. she's a good follower too. Like she's, you know, she's really funny girl and fit as hell. And Christine's out there just cranking out pushups. I think in the, you know, you get two minutes to do as many pushups as you can while the hot pocket's cooking. That's kind of their game. You know, <laughs> I know it's a shitty game. It's <laughs> the weirdest situation. Dude, she Where got like eye for all of this at games. She got like 110 pushups in two minutes. It was impressive as hell. Gross. I got 70. I got Ooh, crushed. Yeah, she crushed you, me. Though. That was good. Good oh, I, I thought I was going to shit my pants. It was <laughs> terrible. It was so hard. So hard. And the Hot Pocket sucked. It was just not good. Oh, damn it. Might as well just go for the, the OG Hot Pocket. If you're going to Hot Pocket, I'm just saying. Yeah, if you're going to eat a Hot Pocket, you know. Eat a fucking Hot Pocket. Yeah, get a real Hot Pocket. Don't get some fake no. games, organic. No, Don't at me with the lean pocket. Okay, I want the fucking hot pocket. <laughs> the only other story I had from this year I thought that was really uh, interesting uh, that I thought really spoke to the community um, when uh, we went out to uh, Santa Cruz to interview Glassman. And I called or I, I messaged Sean Woodland and said, hey, you can meet us for dinner. And I didn't know him, you know, but we had messaged a few times. I wanted to meet him. So I'm like, hey, can you meet us for dinner? He's like, absolutely. So he picks a place, you know, typical California. It takes us like an hour and a half to get there because of traffic. And we show up. We have dinner with him. Nicest dude ever. Yes, John is the best. Well, but then after dinner, he shoots me a text. He's, and I told him over dinner we were coming back. You know, we're coming back in June for the DDC. He messages me just randomly. He's like, hey, when you're back in town, if you need a place to stay, call me. You can come stay with me and the wife. Aww. Like, I barely knew the guy at the time. And he's like, invite me to give me a place to stay when I'm there. I'm like, this is, you know not only does it speak to what a great guy is, but I think I thought, you know, really speaks to the community at large, just, you know, kind of how welcoming and, and engaging our community is and how we take care of our own. Our little media team too is like such a family. I can't, I really can't stress that enough. I'm sure I've talked about it before, but like it is absolutely like CrossFit Christmas when we get to see each other and we work at events together and we work at games together. Cause it's like just, 
it's such a high stress, high pressure situation that we work in. And not a lot of people understand live production the way that we do. And not under a lot of people understand exactly what it is that we go through when we work these events. And we're working like 14, 15 hour days. Bean is walking across the computer. <laughs> um, we're working these long ass days and we're tired and sleep deprived. And we haven't even like, we don't even have a chance to sleep at night because we're rewatching the footage and trying to get better. And probably staying up too late hanging out because we never see each other. So um, I'm not surprised that he reached out and, you know, offered to bring you into the fold because it's, we're a tight knit group. We really are. Look yeah, at he, me. Is he not the grumpiest looking little asshole he's you've ever seen? Look so at this little face. Cute. This is the grumpiest little guy. He looks like he hates you. He does hate me. <laughs> he, he hates everything. He's yeah. weird. He loves me, but he hates me. Like he wants to be with me. But he's, you know, he's like, pet me with your eyes, but don't touch me. <laughs> but don't, please don't touch me, please. Yeah, wants me to walk past him so he can swipe at me. <laughs> well, we're right. gonna we're gonna have CrossFit Christmas in just a couple of weeks at the Winter Classic. I know, I'm so excited. Uh, I know that's gonna be fun. Well, the, your media team will be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. Um, got four events, three partner events, and there's a team event for Team Four. Uh, the yeah. wads are set up just like a a sanctioned event or a games event. Yeah. It honestly feels like regionals to me. We've got Mike and Larry calling the events and you know, they've been calling regionals and sanctionals and games for years now. So you really feel the point of the event is to allow everyone, even the everyday athletes, even the scaled athletes to um, feel like CrossFit games athletes, like the floor is set up for you. It's organized really well. We've got the actual MCs from games and it's just, supposed to give everyone that experience which is really really rad and the whole thing goes to charity the whole thing benefits the adam s hamilton foundation which is really cool if you've ever done or heard of the hero Watt the hammy um it is in honor of adam s hamilton and so the event overall is just it's a really good tribute to him it's a really good way to be a part of the community in in ohio and you know people come from all over from out of state to participate which is really neat the cool thing this year is that you can do any or all of the events so there's two events on Saturday and two on Sunday. You can come for the whole weekend if you want, um, but you register for each event separately. So for people who are maybe traveling, who don't want to do two whole days, who aren't around or who don't have the time, you can just do one or two or three, which is cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a blast. I mean, I, I've done it a couple of years now, and every time I've been there, it's just been super fun. You know, you get to hang out with the games athletes, get to meet them and shake hands. And what I was really impressed with them last year, uh, I mean, you remember I was there hanging out, just talking to me. Nobody knew me at all, which was fine. Um, I think you were still like anonymous at the time. I was very, I was, yeah, I was very anonymous at the time. And, uh, actually what was interesting was watching the games athletes. They just hung out. Like, so when this thing ended on Sunday, you know, everybody wants to go home. These guys just hung out for a couple hours and just shook hands and took pictures and, and answered questions. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, man, if I were these guys, I'd want to go home. They'd been there all weekend. No, they love it. Yeah. It's just, you know, just really, again, speaks to the community and how much fun it is and what a great event it is. So Yeah. And we're going to throw those games athletes into the mix, too. So if you register for an event at the Winter Classic, there's a chance we'll contact you and be like, hey, you know you registered with a partner, but what if we break y'all up and partner you with games athletes instead? So it just changes the experience for a few select teams and makes it really, really cool. Well, I did a workout a couple of weeks ago with Spencer. Just I got thrown into one. And it was like being in the spin cycle. Like it took me about 30 seconds to like, okay, nope, nope. Don't want to do this on a regular <laughs> basis. I think it's cool. I had to jump into one of the events last year because someone's partner didn't show up and I was ill prepared, um, but it was a pretty cool experience. I liked what, it. 
if anyone wants a very chill watt experience, just throw in with me. It'd be yeah, great. Easy. Yeah. We'll just be making jokes the whole time, goofing off. Be yeah. fun. Be super fun. Well, speaking of fun, this was fun. Yeah. So, uh, I like yeah. This. Kind of different. We'll do this more often. And we'll, uh, so we'll be coming back once we get a kind of a final uh, score, I guess, on the leaderboard. We'll come back and, and do a debrief around the news and, and what's going on then and, and have an understanding of who won and then what's next because we've got some sanctionals coming up quick. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you and I are going to be traveling soon too. So, yep. Figure out what the season looks like. All right. Well, thanks, Nikki, for being on and for having all of your alerts uh, loud. And <laughs> I shut them and, off, I swear. Yep. Appreciate that. And uh, for everyone else listening, thanks for uh, coming to the podcast tonight, and we will talk to you guys soon.